0: The
1: Jack Benny Program.
0: Sold American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. LSMFT. 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 Sure thing. You said it. Yes, sir. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. free and easy on the draw. It takes fine
1: tobacco to make a fine cigarette. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, first, last, and always, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. At markets now open in the South, independent tobacco experts present at the auctions can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy the finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. So, smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike.
2: The Lucky Strike program
3: starring
0: Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we take you to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills... ...where we find Rochester very busy addressing Christmas cards.
3: There.
2: Just about ten more and I'll be through addressing Mr. Benny's Christmas cards. Now, let's see. Mr. and Mrs. Bing Crosby and family, Mr. and Mrs. Eddie Cantor and family... Man, he sure killed a bunch of birds with those two
3: stones.
2: (laughs) These are pretty nice cards the boss is sending out this year, and he sure knows how to economize on them. Just look at that. Christmas greetings 1944 to 1950 included.
3: (laughs) And to whom it
2: may concern.
3: (laughs) Well,
2: yes, I got all the cards addressed. Doggone, I wish the boss would buy a stamp. I feel so conspicuous putting on that gray uniform and going from door to door.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
3: all right,
4: Chester. Are you through addressing those cards? Yes, Mr. Benny. Good. I'll be down in a minute.
2: Okay. Say, I wonder what the boss is going to get me for a present. immune yes, to him. I better lay it right on
3: him. <laughs> so,
4: you're all through with the car, is there, Rochester? Yes, sir.
2: Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. hey, hey! Oh, you sound me. happy today. What happened? Oh, nothing. I've just been thinking how lucky I am you? to be working for a man like you.
3: Really? Yes. Now,
2: you take my friend Sam. He works for one of the stingiest men in the world. Why, last year for Christmas, all he gave Sam was three little handkerchiefs.
4: Well, Rochester, I don't think that's such a bad thing. I'll present. never
2: forget Christmas Day. Down on Central Avenue, everyone was showing off their new wristwatches and gold cigarette cases and <laughs> diamonds and rings. And there was Sam with those three little handkerchiefs.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
2: Yeah. It, it really embarrassed for Sam when people ask him what his boss gave him
4: for Christmas and he had to pull out those
3: three little
4: hangers. <laughs> how can a how can a man be that cheap? It's possible, boss. It's possible.
3: <laughs>
4: well, Rochester, you don't understand the spirit of Christmas. The important thing is the fact that you remember. The gift itself is nothing.
3: I uh, know, that's
4: the kind of propaganda
3: I'm trying to overcome. Oh. Oh, oh.
4: Say, I better hurry up if I want to get my shopping done. I've got to pick up Miss Livingston first. Rochester, while I'm dressing, turn on the radio, will you? Okay, boy.
5: And in case you don't like chalk to steak, then simply take a 12-pound standing rib rope. Cover generously with strips from two or three pounds of bacon and then place in oven. While this is roasting, you can make a tasty frosting for your cake by mixing one quart of sweet whipping cream with a large-sized can of crushed pineapple and a pound of butter. Then call in all your friends and neighbors to help you eat this
3: simple meal. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, you have just listened to
4: another weekly broadcast of Memories of Yesteryear. Rochester, uh, wipe off my chin and get another station.
3: Yes,
4: yeah, sir.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, does your complexion suffer from tattletale gray? Do the crow's feet around your eyes have fallen arches? Do you have dandruff? When you comb your hair, do your shoulders remind you of a white Christmas? They do. Then why don't you try a bottle of sympathy soothing syrup?
3: <laughs>
1: Remember, folks, sympathy spelled backwards is your tapperness.
3: Y A T A
1: P M Y S. to yip yip
3: tapperness, You say Rochester, Rochester, that's...
4: That's pretty good stuff. Did you ever use any of that Sympathy Soothing Syrup? Boss, if it
3: comes in a bottle, I've tried it. I know,
1: I know. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Sympathy Soothing Syrup Quartet will sing Dance with the Dolly, accompanied by Snoochie
4: Getz and the sweetest music this side of the La Brea Tarbids Orchestra.
3: <laughs> well,
4: snoogey-get. You He's got a good band, Rochester. See, I'll just have time to listen to this, and I'm going to walk over to Mary's house. That's what I'll do. <laughs>
2: I was walking down the street, down the street, down the street. I met somebody who was mighty sweet, mighty fair to see. I asked her, would she like to have a talk? Have a talk, make some talk. All the fellas standing on the wall, wishing they were me. Oh, mama, mama, put the cat out tonight. Meow, wow! I worked all day, I'm going to scat. And I won't be home until dawn Gonna dance with a dolly with a hole in the sock And while her knees knock and our toes rock Gonna dance, gonna dance, gonna dance, gonna dance, gonna dance, gonna dance, gonna dance
3: With a dolly hole in the sock And gonna dance by the light of the moon
4: today. I hope Mary will be ready when I get there. Hello. Hello, little doggie. Go away, go away, doggy. <laughs>
3: it's
4: my own fault. Try to be nice to people. Oh, hello, Don. Oh, hello,
0: Jack. I was just coming over to your house. You were? Yeah, I got that Christmas present you ordered for your sponsor.
4: Oh, the ashtray? Good, good. You have it?
3: <laughs> Did you have it
4: engraved like I told you to? Sure, Jack. Here it is on the side. See? Oh, yes. To my sponsor, Mr. Hill, I hope this ashtray you will fill. And when you do, just think of me and good old L.S. M.F.T. <laughs> LS stands for Lucky Strike, and MFT means Fine Tobacco. So, season's greetings and the like to you and yours from Little Jacko.
3: <laughs> Isn't that cute, Don? Yes.
0: And by the way, Jack, I, I hope you don't mind if it costs more than you expected. I had a little music box installed
4: in it. A music box? Yes, all sponsors will love it. See, an ashtray with a music box is a swell idea. Let me hear it, Don. Okay, where do I wind it up?
3: Okay. Yeah.
4: Perfect. Send it right over to him, will you, Tom? All right, all right, Jack. See you later. Okay. Hmm, here's the drugstore. I think I'll go in and try some of that sympathy soothing syrup.
3: Seems
4: to be good for everything. And that's just what I've got. Anyway, I've got a few minutes before I have to call for Mary. I might as well go in. There. What can I do for you, sir? I like to try a bottle of that sympathy soothing syrup.
3: <laughs> Sympathy, soothing, <laughs> sympathy. Yes.
4: Sympathy, spelled backwards, is you tap I know. Your yes, you tap Your is. Yes, tap a miss. you, you tap you, you, you you, you, you Drive, Drive your blues, blues
3: away! <diagrams> yes, yes, yes,
4: that's what I want. Well, you know, this is rather an old-fashioned drugstore. Old-fashioned? Yes, yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't want this to get around, but, uh, we still have some products in here that are spelled frontward.
3: <ride> frontward?
4: <elbow>? Yes. <laughs> Frontwards spelled backwards is strawbnob. I don't
3: care about it. <laughs> now, look it. I want. <laughs>
4: I want a small bottle of sympathy soothing syrup. Oh, the ten cents, sir. Here you are. Thank you. Would you mind giving me a glass? I'd like to try some of it right now. All right. I'll fix the correct dose for you. I just pour one tablespoon of this soothing syrup into this glass of water. Uh huh. This.
1: Now, listen to it. This. <laughs> Twenty-five cent size. We give you a hip boot.
3: <laughs> Never mind. Just get me
4: a towel. Now wrap up my bottle. Okay. <laughs> hello, Jack. Oh, hello, Frankie. How are you? How's Mrs. Sinatra?
1: Fine. Say, Jack, don't forget you're going to be on my program tomorrow night.
4: Oh, sure. I won't forget. See you tomorrow.
1: Okay. So long. Oh, by the way, Jack, uh, do you know what I found out? What? That Sinatra spelled backwards is autanis. <laughs> pretty good. So long, Frankie. So long, Jack. Why did I have to ask him to come on my program? His jokes will probably louse up my singing. What did you say, Frankie?
4: Oh, nothing, nothing, Jack. Goodbye. 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 Yeah, sorry I promised to go on this program. Singing and singing will louse up my jokes. Oh, gee, look how late it is. I better go over and pick up Mary. Pardon me, Mr. Denny. Yes. What is it, honey?
5: Uh, Well, all the girls in my class in high school were collecting autographs and.
4: Well, how do you like that? I only spoke to Frankie and I got some of it on me. Uh, Miss Livingston, expect me, Pauline.
5: Oh, yes. Come right in, Mr. Benny.
4: Is Miss Livingston ready yet?
5: No, Mr. Benny. I was just helping her squeeze into it.
3: Her... <laughs> <laughs> into her what? Well,
5: anyway, she'll be putting on her dress next.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: for
4: goodness sake, why are women always late? Oh,
3: hello,
5: Jack. Oh,
4: there you are, Mary. How come you're never on time when we have an appointment?
5: What are you talking about exactly? Three o'clock now, look. Cuckoo, coo
3: Cuckoo.
5: blue and watch time.
4: What? Cuckoo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mary. I thought you were cuckoo. I mean, late.
5: Anyway, you were supposed to pick me up ten minutes ago, so you're the one that's late.
4: Well, I would have been here sooner, but first I gave a girl an autograph, and when I got to the corner here, I gave an autograph to a little boy.
5: Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack, why don't you stop chasing him?
4: I didn't chase them. They asked me. In fact, the little boy said that he'd be very happy if he could have the autograph of an actor as famous as I. Naturally, I couldn't refuse such a request.
5: Well, Nash. But, Mary... <laughs>
4: but, Mary, when I signed my name, the boy said, oh, pardon me, sir, I mistook you for someone else.
5: Another actor?
4: Yeah. Mary, who is Vitamin Flintheart?
3: LAUGHTER
5: To explain, Jack, but Vitamin Flintheart is the same to Snowflake as you are to me.
4: Well, thank you. I think. <laughs> anyway, come on, Mary. We won't get any shopping done.
5: All right. I've got my car parked in the driveway. Good. Oh, say, Jack. Uh, Larry Stevens was here a few minutes ago looking for you. He wanted you to hear a new song he was going to do on the program.
4: Oh, get in the car, Mary. What was the name of Larry's song?
5: It's called A Play Ride in July, and it's from a new picture, Bella the Yukon.
4: Oh, darn, it. I wish I'd have heard it. Is it a good number for our show?
5: Oh, it's beautiful. Larry sang it for me. It goes like this.
6: a metal tune, and I didn't know enough to come in out of the moon. Play
4: Drive carefully, Mary. Not so fast. Slow down. Watch out, there's a red light. Now it's green. Now it's red again. Hey, wait, there are three red lights. No, they're green. No, they're red, but there, there are three green lights, too. Hey, there's a blue light.
5: Jack, put on your glasses. That's a Christmas tree.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Take it easy anyway, Mary. Don't drive so fast. Look out. Slow down. You're turning the corner too. Ah!
5: Oh, Jack, calm down. Don't be so nervous. I can't help
4: it. I'm always frightened when I'm with a woman driver.
5: Woman driver, woman driver. That's all you men always say. Woman driver this and woman driver that. Mary... And I'm getting sick and tired of it. We women can drive as well as you men any day. And lots of my girlfriends Mary, are better drivers than their husbands. Mary... And uh, I read in a magazine where scientists have proved that women are better drivers than men. Mary... Because look. they're less nervous and they concentrate on the road better than they
0: Mary
5: It was the other driver, Paul, he didn't put out his hand. But
4: Mary, you crashed into the side of a house. <laughs> I kept trying to tell you for the last ten minutes you've been driving on the sidewalk. <laughs> My goodness, you've smashed your fenders, broken your grill, and busted your headlights.
5: So what? Months will give me more money for it now. Yes,
4: anyway, there's a store across the street. We can leave the car here.
5: But Jack, we can't leave the car here. We'll get a ticket.
4: A ticket? Where would he tie it?
3: <laughs> Let's go.
4: Mary, Mary, are you all right? Yes,
5: Jack, yes, but you better let me hold your hand. I
4: can't. Somebody's standing on us. <laughs> what a
3: crowd.
4: Say, <clears throat> hey, Mary, let's not get separated. You've, you've got my Christmas list. I've got to buy something for Fred Allen and the Quiz Kids. You know, they lived at my house. Mary, what have I got marked down for Rochester? Rochester? Yes.
5: Three little handkerchiefs.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, i better make that an even four. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where the perfume counter is. I want to get a present for my sister, Florence.
5: Well, why don't you ask the floor walker?
4: Yeah. I beg your pardon. Are you the floor walker? Yes, and stop breathing on my carnation. It's not as
1: rugged as I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: They're hard to get, you know. I've kept this one for three years. For three years? How comes it looks so fresh? Because it's growing out of my chest. <laughs>
3: Anything
0: else you want to know, nosy?
3: (laughs) Yes, I'm looking for
4: the perfume counter. Where is it? It's straight down this aisle on the left. There it is, Mary. Let's go over and see if we... Oh, I beg your pardon, mister.
7: Oh, me? Yes, sir. What do you think I ought to buy my wife for Christmas?
4: Well, I don't know. Besides, it's a personal thing between you and your wife. You ought to figure that out yourself.
7: Figure it out myself, he says. I've been racking my brains and racking my brains and knocking my head against the wall, and do I know it's by my wife? No. Well, I'm sorry, mister, but That's I get... all right. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You ask the guy a simple question, what does he tell you? Figure it out yourself. Figure it out yourself. That's fine Christmas spirit.
3: What a silly guy.
4: Come on, let's go to the perfume counter.
5: All right, but you never get waited on. The girl is so busy.
4: Well, I'll just reach over the counter and see what they have. Mm. Oh, no, you don't. What? I saw you trying to steal some perfume. I wasn't stealing it. I just wanted to see if it was alluring. At your age, what difference does it make?
3: Now, look here. I
4: told you I'm not trying to steal this perfume. I was only... Stop
3: breathing on my carnation! (laughs) Stop breathing on my carnation! I'm not reading on your carnation,
4: and get out of here. Oh, you're
1: just mad because my eyes are bluer than
3: yours. <laughs> they are
4: not. It's just this suit I'm wearing. And furthermore... What can
5: I do for you, sir?
4: I'd like to get some perfume. What would you recommend?
5: Well, we have a very popular brand called Friendship. 68 cents a gallon. <laughs> 68
4: cents a gallon? Uh, what do you think, Mary?
5: The same as you. The price is right. <laughs> I
4: didn't mean that. I was thinking about my sister in and I wonder if she'd like this bottle of perfume. Well,
5: pull out the cork. She can smell it from here. <laughs> oh, stop.
4: Say, miss, haven't you got something else? What's in that bottle over there?
5: That's the new French perfume that just came in. It's called La Nuit Toujours Très Jolie Ici Maintenant.
4: Hmm. That sounds nice. What does that mean in English?
5: condensation of steam that's been forced through a motorman's
3: love. Well, that's
4: ridiculous. Come on, Mary, let's go to another counter. And... Oh, I,
7: I beg your pardon, mister. What do you think I ought to buy my wife for Christmas? Look, I can't tell you what to buy your wife. You'll have to figure it out yourself. Okay, okay, I'll figure it out myself. Nobody wants to help me.
4: Fine Christmas spirit. you think it was my fault that I'm married. <laughs> There's thousands of people in the store, and I'm the one he had a pick on there.
5: Jack, I want to buy something for my mother. Ask the floor walker where the ladies' department is.
4: I'm not going to ask that guy anything.
5: Jack we will never find it in this crowd. You better ask him.
4: Oh, all right. Oh, Mr. Floor Walker. Yes, my little bifocal yokel.
5: <laughs> uh, mm. say, Mr. Floor Walker, would you please tell me where the ladies' department is?
1: It's right down at the end of the... Oh, the department!
3: <laughs>
4: That's over to your left. Thank you. Come on, Mary. Let's get away from this guy. Hey, giant. Jackson!
5: Oh, look, Jack. There's
4: Phil. Hi, Phil. Come here. You come over here. I can't. I'm looking for the ladies' apartment. You're wasting your time, Jackson. They're
3: all out of your size. All <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: filthy like a pair of glasses. You're making a spectacle of yourself. <laughs> Mary, come on. Let's get away from here so we'll, we'll wind up in a routine.
7: I beg your pardon, mister. What do you think I ought to buy my wife for Christmas? I don't
4: know. For heaven's sake, stop following me. I don't care what you buy your wife for Christmas.
7: Oh, you don't care, huh? Suppose I buy her something she doesn't like, and she'll get mad at me. Then don't buy her anything. Don't buy her anything. We've been married for 12 years. What are you trying to do? Break us up?
3: <laughs> I'm not trying
4: to do anything. I don't know your wife. I don't know what you're picking on me for. I've never seen your wife. Hey, what's
3: going on here? What's the trouble?
5: That man's been caught stealing somebody's wife. What? At your age, you gray-haired wolf. Now, wait a minute. Wait, this man
4: started the whole thing over his wife's Christmas present. Well,
5: I don't blame him. You had no business sending her one. I I didn't send her one. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't brag about it, you (laughs) cheatskate.
4: Cheatskate?
3: Jack,
5: it's your own fault for getting into this. My fault? These people One accuse night,
1: me of trying. Let
4: me through. true. What's going on here?
1: What's go- Oh, it's you, you
4: little goopy with the droopy-toopy. Now, cut that out and don't blame me for this because it isn't my fault. This man came over to Stop me. Stop breathing on my carnation! I'll breathe on it as much as I like. ha, <laughs>
3: ha, Darn right, I'm mad. This
4: is all your fault, mister. Following me around the store, asking me to want to buy your wife for Christmas. Buy her a dog collar for all I care. What size?
3: <laughs> what
4: size? There you are, folks. You see what a crazy guy he is, and you blame me. Why, it's not my fault. I'm not the type that would start trouble. I'm a peaceful, home loving.
3: Ah, shut up!
0: Jack will be back in just a minute, but first, here are my good friends Effie Boone and Kenneth Delmar. If you could be present at the tobacco auctions now open down south, you could see the makers of
1: Lucky Strike consistently select and buy the finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco.
0: This fine Lucky Strike tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So, smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. The famous tobacco auctioneers heard on tonight's program are Mr. Effie Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. And Mr. L.A. Speed Rigs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. That's Will Rizedale speaking for Lucky Strike. L.S. M.F.T. L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T.
1: Make no mistake. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure all of us have run across men in uniform who are trying to get home for Christmas, but can't because buses and trains are so crowded. We know how important it is that men on furlough get to be with their loved ones at this time especially. Every time a civilian crowds into a train or a bus for a trip, that's not absolutely necessary. You can bet ten to one he's preventing a serviceman from being home for Christmas. That serviceman may have spent long months overseas. Mothers and wives have every right to ask, won't you give my boy a chance to get home? We should answer, I certainly will. I promise you I will not travel unless my trip helps win this war. And another important thing, folks, don't forget to buy Christmas seals.